You're listening to From the Front Row with Letitia Cotto, a podcast for those who want to take center stage in their lives. I'm your MC and number one fan, Letitia Cotto, master life coach, motivational speaker, and Maven Mama. I'm here to show you how to love yourself into the life of your dreams by teaching you how to tap into your innate brilliance and worthiness. If you're ready to let go of what no longer serves you and step into the highest version of yourself, you're in the right place. Let's get it popping. Hey there, honey bunny. It's your girl, Letitia Cotto, and I'm coming at you live from the front row, teaching you how to love yourself into the life of your dreams. Let's just get straight into it. I have not uploaded a new podcast episode since November of 2020. And I knew it had been a long time, but I didn't realize it had been that long until I got ready to prep this episode in GarageBand. And I always save the episodes by their number. So this is episode 77. And the only way I knew that was I had to go over to my website, LetitiaCotto.com, to verify where I had left off. And that's when I realized, wow, it has been a really long time. And another thing that has happened is it's been so long, y'all, that I have forgotten how to record a podcast episode. This is like the 25th attempt of me pressing record. And I, you know, I should save my bloopers because I'm pretty sure there's like comedy gold in them. Um, And I am not a sound engineer. So every time I mess up, even if I'm 30 minutes into the episode, I will stop and re-record just because (laughs) I'm super picky about the vocal And you can totally tell if you pay attention, um, if it's done like at an amateur level and there's like two different voice recordings. And so I'm like, nah, I'm a, I'm a one take kind of girl. And that's okay because in the 25 attempts to record, this episode has been taking shape and I'm going to do something and model something that I want you to incorporate in your life. And that's giving yourself credit where credit is due. I remember when I started this podcast and I was deathly afraid to say anything off the top of my head. And if you go back and listen to those earlier episodes, you can hear it, that it's very scripted and micromanaged, right? Because I I didn't trust myself because truth be told, um, I have a real country accent and the more comfortable I am with you, that's how you know if I rock with you, if I like put that little Waco, Texas twang on it. If I'm very formal, it is because um, I'm just a little reserved in that moment. And so what I didn't want to happen, um, and this sounds so silly admitting it, what I didn't want to happen was, you know, in the middle of a podcast episode, I get real like Waco, Texas with it. And you're like, what? And you're distracted from the message itself. I never wanted that to happen. But what I've realized and come to embrace about myself is that there is only one me in the universe and this is who I am, good, better, and different. And this is how I speak. And you are either going to love it or you're going to be repelled by it. And so I give myself credit because I have come so far. This is episode 77 and I don't have a script. I do not have written down word for word what I'm about to say. I have an idea and I pray that Everything that you need to hear today, you hear. Um, And I'm trusting myself. I'm trusting that, you know, even if it comes out and it's not perfect, 
that it will be exactly what you need to hear. And so I recognize that growth in myself. I'm quite surprised that I'm doing it um, because, yeah, I do get a little self-conscious. I want to sound, you know, proper and put together. And, you know, this is who I am. And I, I want you to embrace who you are because what you bring to this world is once in a lifetime. All right. So uh, I want to update you and then I want to use that update to jam with you on this concept of life purpose, um, because it's something that's very important to me. It's something in my own personal life that I think about all the time from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to sleep. It's actually super annoying. Um, <laughs> the fact, and maybe it's because I'm an Aquarius moon. I want my life to matter. I want to, to contribute to this world in only the way that I can. And I want to leave this world a better place than, than when I came into it. And so everything that I do, you know, it's like, I can't ever relax because it's, it's so ingrained in me to think deeply about the future. And I often miss moments of, you know, the, the magic and the mundane. And so during my time here on earth, um, one of my spiritual lessons is to really accept and be in the divine feminine flow of life instead of trying to push, push, push all the time. And so anywho, I was going off on tremendo tangent. I'm going to reel it back in. So where have I been? All right. So November, 2020, we were finishing off the year of the pandemic, right? I think back to 2019 and, you know, New Year's Eve and, and, you know, we had heard of the pandemic, you know, in Asia, but it just seemed like a distant dream. And so I can remember going into 2020 with my vision board and my list of things I want to accomplish. And then by March, all of that changed and the way I viewed the world changed and, you know, it was uncomfortable and it was it was very devastating in some ways. And I think that I was able to hold it together throughout 2020. I think a lot of people um, went through a whole bunch of change. And yes, you know, it, it, it was it was tragic and it was devastating. And I think, you know people had to sit with, and myself included, we had to sit with a lot of the stuff that we put off, right? And that we numb out and we distract ourselves from, you know, in the sake, for the sake of productivity. It's like, oh, I got to go to work. And so you are able to distract yourself from what's going on at home or, oh, I'm going to go hang out with friends um, as a way to not think about the things that maybe need to be contemplated at, at this point in your life. And the pandemic made us all stay our asses at home, right? And so with that, it was like a lot of the stuff that we had been putting off or burying came to the forefront and was in our faces and, and wasn't no way to, to ignore it. And so I think I did relatively well, but what ended up happening as we went into 2021, I just started to feel this like unraveling and it's funny because I didn't realize it until I was in the thick of it. And so by summer of 2021, I went through about a three month period of anxiety where, and I can't even, I can't even name what it was exactly that was making me anxious. I can, 
I can only say that I would wake up each day and I would just have this feeling of dread and anxiety that I just couldn't seem to shake. And I tried to do all of the things that I had been doing, especially with my business. It's like, you know, um, Pinterest, you know, creating content on Instagram, um, you know, thinking about the, the podcast. I created Tremendo Calendar of podcast episodes and I never recorded them. And you know what? I should revisit it because it was a lot of good ideas. But when I would sit down and, and think about pressing record, it just didn't feel right. So I didn't do it. And little by little, it all just came to a halt. Um, and even being on social media just felt really hard. And so I would go through periods where I would create content. And then I would go through periods where I would just completely ghost it. And I think that from... Yeah, from like May 2021 till the end of the year, I read like 25, 30 books. It, it just, I couldn't find, I didn't have the capacity for much else, right? And I knew this feeling because I have felt it before when I could feel a shift in my life and in my career. And I resisted it because I was like, man, you know, I feel like I'm being called to go back into you know, day job landia into corporate world landia. Does this mean that I am a fraud as an entrepreneur? And, you know, hashtag boss, babe, hashtag hustle hard, you know, and, and especially in my world, there's a push to, you know, th think things positively and prosperous thinking and, you know, get on the vibrational match and do all that stuff. And it just wasn't working for me. And I had to honor that. And I was just like, God, where would you have me go? And even now, my prayer every day, it's that Course in Miracles prayer. And of course, it's much more eloquent than I'm probably going to say. But it's like, show me where to go. Show me what to do. Show me what to say and to who, right? Like, I want to be in complete co-creation with God. And especially when it comes to my career and to my contribution to this world. And so I got my answer. And December 2021, I started a new position as a BBA career coach at the Macomb School of Business at the University of Texas at Austin. Shout out all my students, hashtag hook them, hashtag what stars here. Um, and it's been really exciting. So Lyric and I are now um, in South Austin, found a great school for her, um, just really loving this chapter of my career and loving this chapter of our lives. And um, it feels really good. I think being around the students, especially at this stage of their career, um, a lot of them are in career exploration. It's been very healing to me um, because it's like a lot of the the stuff I went through, not only as a career professional, but as an entrepreneur, I'm able to share with them um, and hopefully put them up on game so that they can incorporate that knowledge and use that in their own career and professional development. So it's been great. So it's been what, December, January, February, March, April, May, it's been about almost six months. And I really, when I started that position, I was like, yo, let me get into this position. Let me think about it. Um, let me absorb before I you know, get back into podcasting, get back into my website, get back into my content creation. Um, because it don't stop, right? Like LetitiaCotto.com is still very much in full effect. I'm excited. 
about this new direction, even though I'm going to be quite honest, and and this is going to help us segue into today's topic. um, I don't know where exactly this road is going, right? And my life purpose is changing and evolving in the minute. And I am trying a new approach. It is uncomfortable. I do not like it. I am outside of my comfort zone. And I know that this is what I'm supposed to be doing at this stage in my life. And I think that if you could take something away from the way my life has progressed, it's, it's an insatiable curiosity and it is turning inward to listen to my own heart and voice and trusting that I have been given this life to live, right? And I've said this before in like different formats, definitely in the Red Carpet Collective, but my thoughts on life purpose are actually very fluid. You know, I think that, and, and I feel for my, um, my career students, my career coaching students, um, because it's almost as if it's presented as you need to know exactly what you're going to do right now at this point in your life. And you need to have a 10 step plan and you need to be executing. And yes, and what I encourage them to do and what I want to encourage you to do is to put more thought into the strategy and the vision that you have for your life and create a strategy and vision that is flexible and allows you to evolve. And the first thing that I will share with you about your life purpose is that it is what you say it is. And honestly, if I had to say, if I had to answer the question, Letitia, what is the purpose of life? What I would say is the purpose of your life is to give your life purpose. I'm going to say that again. The purpose of your life is to give your life purpose. In other words, you get to define what your life purpose is. Not your mom, not your man, not your supervisor, not your friends, not your culture, not social media, but you. And I think that, and and I always say that Lyric is my um, greatest teacher because I have been blessed to see her journey from the beginning. And I can tell you that innately your Your contribution and what you're here to do and what life you're here to live is in you from the moment that you've arrived. It's funny because I can remember holding her as a newborn and knowing that she and I were fundamentally different, right? And now she's what? She's about to be five. And it's even more so because now she's speaking and she has opinions and she has feedback all the time, feedback. Um... And I'm like, wow, she and I are very different and it's beautiful. I now understand why parents freak out and they hammer home. You need to be a lawyer. You need to be an accountant. You need to be a doctor. You need job security. You need a stable income. And I I think ultimately that comes from a place of love. Um, You want the best for your kids, especially when you're no longer here on this earth. You want to know that they're going to be okay. And so you have a very... As a parent, you have a very clear picture of what that is, right? And that's based on your own experience, your upbringing, and what you see um, and have seen in your life. And so I get that struggle as a parent. And even now that she's four years old, I have to remind myself, she's been given her life to live in only the way that she can. 
And instead of trying to fit her into what I think she should be, it is more empowering to let her figure out what she wants to contribute to this world and then give her the solid foundation upon which she can build her life and her career. Right. So, um, and I, I think that is probably, I don't know if it's like my natal chart or if it's the way I grew up, the way I view the world, but you know, I'm, I'm the person you want to share your dreams with, because if you come to me, you'd be like, Letitia, I want to be an astronaut. I'm never going to say, Oh, you can't do that. (laughs) Right. I'm going to say, okay, cool. Well, what are the requirements to be an astronaut and where are you at? And what's your plan to fill in the gap? Right. I'm the person that's like, all right, cool. Get clear on your dream, put legs on it and walk it out into the world. Right. The purpose of your life is to give your life purpose. And so, but again, I understand that temptation to equate a specific career or a specific path with stability. But I think what we've seen, especially with this pandemic, is a shifting of that paradigm. I mean, how many essential workers have left what has been considered, you know, stable industries because it was no longer serving them, right? So even the things that we have considered stable and secure are not. And it's wild because if you truly think about it, um, I think the pandemic just made clear what's always been true is that we live with so much uncertainty that we try to control through our micromanagement, through our planning. Yes, I'm guilty of that. And life is always unsure, right? We make plans and it's always good to plan in pencil because it ultimately changes and it's never exactly the way that we planned it or that we thought it would come to fruition. And so I think it's much more important instead of creating a life purpose that feels like solid stone, it's are we able to dance with the uncertainty and shift when needed? Are we giving ourselves the time, space, grace, and permission to evolve? Which leads me to point two, your life purpose will evolve over your lifetime. Why? Because you're evolving. You know, I think back to what I wanted when I was five, when I was 15, 25, 35. And at each of those points in time, I was a different person, right? When I was 25 years old, I wanted to be the female Clive Davis. Um, Now... I feel like I am the female Clive Davis, but I'm not just limited to the music business. I help everybody find their inner artist and everybody find their inner superstar, right? Um, And so it would have been easy for me to try to hold myself into a life that no longer fit me. And I want to be honest about it. It's scary, right? Change is scary because... You are giving up a life of certainty for something that is unknown and not guaranteed, right? You think it could be better. And there is the fear that what if I get all the way there and I realize that what I really wanted, I already had, right? I've I've fallen into that thinking plenty of time. And if that's you... I want you to say, yes, this is a possibility. It is a possibility I could completely, you know, change my life. And then it turns out like in The Alchemist, right? Like, I love that book. It's a short read. If you haven't read it, read it. Um, How he goes on this tremendo journey. And it turns out that what he was searching for was back home 
I think buried under the tree or something. Um, and it's like, did I make the wrong decision? Was that wasted time? And yes, that is a potential outcome, but it's not the only outcome. But the way our brain is set up, we want to be safe and we want to ensure our survival. So we want to stay away from the worst case scenario. But oftentimes what that does is it keeps us from moving forward in the natural progression of our lives. And so I hope that, you know, you will, in those moments when you find yourself in that like, finite black and white thinking that you will stop yourself and you'll say, Hey, yes, this is one possible outcome, but it's not the only outcome. How can I view this differently? And if you'll get into that energy and into that subtle shift, um, away from the doom and gloom and invite yourself to, to flip the situation on its head, you might find compassion. You might find inspiration. You might find a viewpoint that feels better and serves you. Because let me tell you, if you are mired down, and I know this from personal experience, if you're mired down in anxiety, in worst case scenarios, you cannot show up to life and you cannot handle that situation with the creativity and the intelligence and with the the fire that you need to solve it, right? Because you're energetically drained. And so I have found that even just asking that question, how can I view this differently, can be a game changer. So again, the purpose of your life is to give your life purpose and your life purpose will evolve over your lifetime. And again, I see that tendency of wanting to play it safe, but what are we seeing and what has the pandemic taught us is that there is no, by playing it safe, you're actually being unsafe, right? The safe thing is no longer the safe thing anymore. And I think that in a way that has been God's way of saying, hey, lo que no sirve se bota, right? Like whatever is not serving you, you got to kick it to the curb. And so it is uncomfortable, it is scary, and it is a vital part of your spiritual curriculum that you're here to learn. And I'm not immune to that. And it's funny because I'm going to be real with you. Like when you walk this path of personal development, and especially if you start teaching in this world of personal development, you have to be careful because what will happen is you fool yourself into thinking that because you're spiritual and you meditate and you're a coach and you help people that you're somehow immune to life's struggles or to personal challenges. And that's not true. And when I was in my summer of anxiety, you know, part of me was like, Hey, Tish, this is your, your chance to walk your talk. You know, you telling people to do this, that, and the other, but are you actually doing that in your life? And are you actually taking your own medicine? And so it was eye opening to me. And I want to be honest about that. A lot of the stuff I was not. And so I had to go back and figure out what worked for me and what felt right. And I'm still doing that to this day. But I think that, you know, I'm still going to show up, right? And I am giving myself permission to not be perfect and not to have all the answers. And so as I'm thinking ahead 
in terms of what I want to discuss on this podcast or what content I want to create on social media and hell, even where I want to show up. Yo, Instagram gives me so much anxiety. I've created so much content on Instagram since like 2014 and it never popped off and I just never have felt, I feel like it's a lot of people posing on Instagram and I don't want to be a part of that. And and I'm coming to terms with that. And besides, most of my people find me on Pinterest, right? That feels really good. I love Pinterest values, like the actual company for their creators. Like they really are trying to create a beautiful community. And so, you know, I will probably shift my efforts full time there and just continue to create dope content. And again, praying every single day, you know, show me where to go, show me what to do, show me what to say and to who and trusting, like really, really trusting that where I need to go, I will be shown and that where God guides, he provides, right? Go where you are guided and all is provided. And one thing that I'm currently sitting with, and it's so uncomfortable, it's this idea that it is my belief in something that gives that something power, right? And so the things that I truly want, I don't believe I can have them. And I am sitting with that and I am sitting with and I'm peeling back the layers and I'm like, why? Why do I feel that way, right? The truth is I create my own reality. You create your own reality, but there's something within me that is resistant. And so I am uncomfortably like, that's, that's where I'm at right now is like, I'm, I'm uncomfortably sitting with it. And I am looking at my own beliefs, the beliefs that don't serve me. And I am allowing myself to be curious. What if I did believe, what would that look like? And I'm really just taking a day by day approach with it. And I'll probably share more of that over, you know, this season of From the Front Row with Letitia Cotto. Um, But other than that, I just, I don't have any real concept and and it's foreign to me, right? Like you're, you're listening to somebody whose planner has a planner who has at least five different digital (laughs) calendars and digital planners. And if there's something related to planning, I want to learn it. I want to have it. Um, so this idea is really, really uncomfortable to me because I don't have my Excel spreadsheet where it shows, okay, the name of the podcast episode, this is what I'm talking about. These are the three principles I'm teaching. Like that's how granular I used to get. And it worked for me, but I feel like at this point in my life, God is saying, "Mm, I think you need to loosen the grip on the, the steering wheel and you need to let me navigate. And it's, it's a huge part of my spiritual curriculum. My North node is in cancer. Um, so I'm an amateur astrologist. You know what? It's not just astrology. I love frameworks that help me to understand myself and others. So, you know, the Enneagram, I'm a, I'm a Enneagram eight wing seven Myers-Briggs. I'm an ENFJA. Like I love those type of things. Um, but I find that there's a lot of solid truth in my natal chart And when you have your North Node in Cancer, it really is about allowing yourself to be in divine flow, you know, and you don't have to be in micromanagement, executing, you know, go, go, go mode. You 
you know, need to be in feeling, you need to be in flow. And those are things that I struggle with inherently. I'm an Aquarius moon. If you know anything about Aquarius moons, we are the masters of detachment and <laughs> we tend to think about our feelings as opposed to feel our feelings. And I, I think that since 2021, since the, t- the summer of 2021, a huge thing that I have been doing has been allowing myself to feel my feelings instead of just brushing through the process or treating it like an analytical exercise. Um, has not been my favorite. Do not recommend. Um, but that's that's where I'm at. And so if that's where you're at, please keep rocking with me. Um, please keep growing with me. If there's any way that I can support you or pray for you in your life, hit me up at info at Um, I don't know, you know, I'm I was like listening to the intro music, getting ready to record, and I'm like, hmm, is the intro of this podcast about to change? Is the hey there, honey bunny, it's your girl Letitia Cotto. Is that about to change? I don't know, and it's exciting. Right. So if you are in a place of I don't know, you can choose to let that scare you or you can choose to let that excite you, because when nothing is certain, anything is possible. I'm cheering for you like in this world, it's just us. You know, it's not the same as it was. I love that song (laughs) from the front row. Letitia. From the bottom of my heart, I thank you for rocking with me today. Make sure and subscribe so that you don't miss out on all this goodness. If you love this episode, leave a glowing review on iTunes and share with a friend. Don't forget, the show don't stop here, honey bunny. Join me over at LetitiaCotto.com or find me on Instagram and Pinterest at I am Cotto. You'll find uplifting quotes, life-changing tips and tricks, and a whole lot of inspiration. It's an honor to support you from the front row.